BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hey you, yeah you, click the subscribe button. What juicy say? Real ass nigga give a fuck about a bitch. It is what it is, this some five star day. She a big gold freak, it's a must that I hit. It's a hot girl summer, so you know she got a lit. Know she got a lit. Hot girl summer, so you know she got a lit. No, she got it in. Hot girl, hey, summer, hey, you know she hey, got it in. Yeah, yeah. Handle me? Who gon' handle me? Thinking he's a player, he's a member on the team. He put in all that work, he wanna be the MVP. I told him ain't no taming me, I love my niggas equally. Fucking nine to five niggas with that superstar D. Fuck the superstar nigga now. You are listening to the Ill Advice Wise Guys podcast, starring Uche and QDZ. You. Yo, 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 yo. We back, we back. We are the ill-advised wise guys. It's your boy Uche. I got my boy for Sheezy. Feeling some breezy because it's August easy. Not August Alcina. It's the month of August. Huh. Huh. In the words of Rick Ross, the, the great Rick Ross. Woo! You said <laughs> you don't do oh, that. You don't oh, do that no more. You don't do that no more. Woo! Hey, why is he? Hey, why he sound like? Why he sound like he on a freaking roller coaster? I was gonna say it sounded like he he filmed it at a beach or something like that. I think it sounded like he had Six Flags on on the Batman ride. Oh, he be having fun, man. But uh, he be having fun. This is episode 57. 57. 57. No AKAs. But we respect the AKAs. Don't you ever get it twisted. Uh, you know, hey, wait, wait. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. I, I didn't like the hesitation there. You got the, you there. Got the Deltas, too. I say we respect them. I didn't say there aren't any others. There's yeah, a difference. You know, we, got, we, we respect the AKAs. Like, we welcome AKAs. Matter of fact, half off our podcast for all AKAs. Wait, half off what? Whatever you want it to be half off of. We just giving promo yes, codes we, and shit? Yeah, yeah, promo for, for no product. Yes, no product. Just, just... Whatever you want from us, half off. Okay. 
Well, hey, hey, they can't say they we never we never did anything for them. That's very true. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, like, man, who the hell are they charging exactly. us for anything? Uh, we ain't charging. We just saying, you know, we we just we just like giving coupons, even if it leads to nothing. I don't know, man. That sounds disrespectful to me, man. I'm, I'm not sure I'm on board with I'm this. I need to I need to see the particulars. Said, I'm, it's, it's, I, I can't even say anything without being. Disrespectful. I need to see the particulars of you this deal. Like, you have me talking like Stephen A. Smith right now. I just feel. I just feel. Max, I just feel. See, that's the problem with you. You feel too much. How about you? How about you think? All right. Ain't no thinking. You're doing too much feeling no and not enough thinking. thinking. Damn it. Listen, listen. Thinkers, I leave that to the millennials. Wait, am I a millennial? Yes, yeah, I am a millennial. yes you are. Okay, then yes, I, I yes, leave it are. to Generation Z. I thought it was X. I don't know. It's, it's yeah, one no, of those two. It's Generation X and Generation Z, right? Yo, who's Y? Who's Generation, Generation y? y? They don't. Nobody talks about them. It was a gap between. Who are the people who people stormed? That were born two thousand three and two thousand five. Who are the people who stormed Area Fifty One? Was that, that was, gener- was that millennials? That was Generation. What was that? Uh, Generation uh, X Y Z. All right. Okay. So it was all of them. X Y Z. Okay. Yeah, that's three generations. <laughs> <laughs> You're combining them What's like it's the, one word. What is all the generation? What was the bro, other generation? Bro, I don't know, man. I just know. Okay, here's the ones that I know: baby boomers, baby boomers. There you go. Which I, I thought they were X. They're like 1930s or something like that. Nah, 1930s. I thought they were like the, the 50s or 60s, 50s? right? Yeah. Actually, I don't know. Don't quote me. So there's baby boomers. There's X. There is the millennials. I honestly, after that, I have zero clues. Those are the most popular ones, specifically millennials, because you know we the shit. There's Generation Hospital. Okay. There's Generation Egregious. It's like mine. Yeah, let's do let's do some. Uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. With the list. Here we go. Here we go. Generations. Oh, An no. intro into generations. What we got here? You got Gen Y. Okay, we got Y. Generation X was born from 1965 to 1976. Yeah, so I I knew about X already. Baby boomers. So there's only like five. Yeah, traditionalists. Oh hell no! I ain't trying to be no damn traditionalist. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm pretty traditionalist sure. Traditionalist sounds boring. I'm pretty sure no generation other than maybe maybe the millennials and well, obviously the millennials and and maybe the X listen to our show. Oh no, nah, man! What you talking about? Baby boomers talk <laughs> listen to our show too. <laughs> yeah, all right. Fuck it. Three. What you talking about? All right, man. I'm off this subject. What are you talking about? I, I, I'm really off this subject, man. My dad's b- baby boomer. Yeah, no wonder he doesn't listen to this show. He listens show. to the show, 1946. He's never heard this show. What are you talking about? Your dad's listening to the show. You didn't just hear, remember just the other day, he said something about Drake? Okay. I didn't hear him say he, anything about Drake. He has to be listening to the show. Okay. I'm glad you're giving your dad a lot of credit, but I'm pretty sure he didn't hear that from... You know, Drake is a worldwide freaking phenomenon. Yes. There's people who have no idea about hip-hop who know about Drake. That's very true. My my dad talked about Drake. He, he, he even asked us for the show. He said, yo, when are we going to talk about Fela Kuti? Okay. <laughs> I said, don't worry. We'll get to Fela Kuti right after we get to Kofi Olomide and... Uh, oh. The person that made sweets, man. Yo, I'm, hey, I'm done. I know go far, get you. I'm done with this subject, man. Thank <laughs> you. Why do you suffer for me? Speaking of, uh, this what's is, up? I'm going to make fried rice tomorrow. Ooh. Nigerian fried Wait, rice. Wait, like boss? Nigerian fried rice. No, not not. He said he made, he made jollof and fried rice. Wait, j- w- wait. It's jollof 
What the hell did you just say? I said jollof. You said jail love. I said jollof. They're talking about some jail You've never eaten it, Listen, obviously. it's my hood accent. Please, please, please. Don't let the hood my man, accent My My friend, you. my friend, please. Pronounce remove yourself. My just friend, like, remove yourself. Just like, just like people in Atlanta don't pronounce H. My E's and O's are hard. <laughs> Is it H or S that people from Atlanta don't pronounce? Hyo. Look at Hyo. Hyo. Oh no, it's P. It's P. No, 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 no. It's T. It's T. Like pot. Like pot. It's actually. It's actually like E R. Yeah. Why? Why? Why they can't say E R? Like, hey, partner. Uh, T. Look at here, partner. Look at here. Uh, damn. What is it? Look at. Look at here. Look at here. Here ends in R E or not E R, but whatever. Who gives a fuck? Okay. All right, man. I'm done. Let's. Hey, can we start the show? Absolutely, positively, to lootly. Uh. Yeah, man. Do we have anything interesting to talk about before Ooh, we start the let's show? Let's talk about What's this. What's new, man? What's what new? Happened in life to, what, what happened in life? What happened in life? Like, let's can we can we spend some time in current events? Mm. Oh, you know what? By the way, I watched both Democratic uh, conventions. I watched both. Wait, there was two? Yeah, there was two. Why were there two? Still, there was because there's so many people that are trying to be president in the Democratic side. They had to split it into two. Wow, I didn't know that. So I didn't hear. So I actually didn't listen to this go round. I heard the last debate, like the one before. Like, one I Kamala, think it was Kamala Harris went against uh, Joe Biden. Oh, she got at him. him. Yeah, that, she, I saw. I saw that one. Ass. Yeah, she went at him. Yeah. This time around, I heard she wasn't bad. She was bad. Yeah, she wasn't good. Yeah, because when you are people got to understand, like Kamala Harris, she ended up being. It's Kamala. She Kamala Kamala Kamala. She ended up being. She ended up being the targeted, like she was the one. She was doing the, the she was the lead. She was the yeah, leader. She was the one of the leads now. So yeah, everybody was going at her. And when that pressure gets applied to you, man, you you either crack or you you make scrambled eggs. But you know, surprisingly, I don't understand why Joe Biden is so revered. No, why he's such so high the leader in the polls because right people now. know his name. But well, why do they know his name? Other than the fact he that he ran with Obama, freaking president, dude. No, I get, I tell, what other else? than that, is there any other reason? There's no other reason. The, okay, he was right. the vice president. Listen, if there's no we other known reason, we get known his face. It. I mean, Joe Biden, I, but, but I'll say this. If Joe Biden goes against Donald Trump, he would eat his ass up, Donald Trump, because Joe Biden could not defend himself. Joe Biden. The way that he needs to be able to defend himself Joe, against Joe Biden Donald is, Trump. Joe, Bi- Joe Biden is not a good debater. I don't think he's a great debater He's either. just not good I, but here's at the thing, all though, about I don't, going back and forth. I don't think Obama's a great de- debater either. No, he is because Obama. You know, I don't think he's a great debater. Here's the difference. No, look, look, we all look, no, look, we and all I'm not black. saying this because we he's black. black. I'm not we saying black. it because he's black. We all think Obama can do anything. I know. In the world. I knew he was going Obama's there. I'm not saying that because he's black. Not debating. His just, biggest strength is not debating. Here, okay, he, it's not. You put in words in my mouth. You put you put in words in my mouth. I didn't say his greatest strength was debating. That's not what I said. I said he's good. I don't think he had other good. He had other, he had other strengths. I don't think he's. He was a good debater. You know why he was a good debater? Because he was logical. Like he was the type of person when you're having a conversation, he's not gonna get upset about shit. He's not gonna be deterred by stuff you're saying. He's actually just debating the point, the facts, or or if you will, just the premise of your argument. It's he's going against that. Like I've seen him. In, I remember the debates from back in the day. Yeah, but the Obama, Obama, yes, in a perfect world. If you're talking about a debate class, yes, Obama. I'm talking be a great, about the real a deal. Debate class, but if you're talking about real deal politics debates, 
Obama is not the guy that he's not the type of debater you need to be in these days. You have to kind of be aggressive. He's better than Joe Biden. He's better than Joe Biden. Everybody's better than Joe Biden. Better than Joe Biden. Joe Biden. He's better than Hillary Clinton too. But I don't think in this because there are so many car dealers. Obama and, and 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 folks, this is not me. This is not me taking digs at Obama. It's more so what the politics have become. They're all car dealers. Every single one is a car dealer. Obama just seems so morally in in t- together. Like he seems such like a good person. He doesn't come across as a car dealer. And in a pack of wolves and a pack of car dealers, you got to be able to play the game just like him. Them. Uh, all of that is fine and dandy. I would be remiss if I didn't mention the fact that there were two mass shootings. So rest in peace to all the people that were uh, impacted by that. That was that was a tragedy. That even the presidential candidates started to like get involved in because you know. Uh, Trump issued a, a statement which seemed very sketchy. You know, it's like it's like, dude, I, and without going too political, it's like, bro, all you had to do was just read what was on the teleprompter. Why is it that even though you're reading, I still don't believe you Like, you can't even fake sincerity. Sympathy. Just simply read it and act sincere. You can't even do that. That don't even come across well. But yeah, man. Rest in peace to to all the victims, man. That was that was a tragedy, man. Two uh, two cities within a I think it was a eight hour uh, yeah. sort of difference, man. It was man. the same. same El Paso, Texas, last, and within Dayton, Ohio. Hours. Within twenty four hours. I mean, twenty four hours. Yeah. It's you know the scary thing is these these are becoming normal, and you know I don't know what it is. What do you do to fix it? People are talking about changing gun laws. You know, stricter background checks. I do not know what to fix it, but it's obvious we have a problem because these are becoming normal. Yeah, you know, the, the one of the problems is like, and we'll start the show. I promise you guys. But I think one of the biggest problems is the fact that we we become numb to all this violence. I think I think also we're desensitized, man. Like, I know plenty of people who saw this, saw the stuff that was going on, and was just like, damn, oh damn, that sucks. So uh, what happened in that game yesterday? Like nobody is really putting much of a thought to what the hell's going on, man. But listen, I know we cannot allow this shit to be normal. That's one thing. Like we cannot, you can never look at this type of shit and be like, oh yeah, yeah. Let me go about my day like like nothing happened. Like you have to feel something. I'm not saying it should affect you. I'm saying if you don't stop and actually say to yourself, damn, this is fucked up. Like something has to be done. I think you're you've already sort of lost in the battle of yeah. trying to change. I agree. Things. I agree with but that. But hey, I agree with that wholeheartedly. And listen, man, I wish we had something to light lighten the mood up. I can start singing. Yeah, that'll make it worse. Um, so with that, can we just start talking about some music? I think that'll lighten the mood, man. How about that? Beautiful girl. The hey, uh, damn, what's the name of this segment? Watch the throne. Watch the throne. 
you know, I'm kind of mad because we didn't actually give the intro to any of the segments. But hey, you guys are regulars. You guys know what we do. Shall we start the show? Yes, sir. So the first album that we need to talk about is uh, Ricky Rose, Rick Ross, the biggest boss that we've seen thus far, or as he claimed about 10 years ago, dropped a new album called Port of Miami 2. And uh, I'd like to know what you think about this, sir. Whew. Rick Ross, the biggest boss in the game. Renzel, Rose, uh, the boss. So, you know what's strange about this album? It was highly anticipated out of nowhere. That's what it felt like, right? Rick Ross just started getting on like Instagram and stuff like that and just talking about it. Like, oh, I got Drake on my new album. Oh, I got Lil Wayne. I got Pusha T on my new album. Like, as the weeks went by, the more and more it got anticipated. My issue with that is that if you are not in tune with what Rick Ross was doing in the past, I'm talking Teflon Don, I'm talking Deeper Than Rap, then you don't know what you're getting anticipated for. So with that being said, I thought Port of Miami 2 was Rick Ross at his finest. Classic Rick Ross. Hard-hitting beats, clever rhymes, bossed-up sentiments, great energy, a whole lot of features, and just instrumentals that were cinematic, that were mafia-like, just theatrical. Um... Lyrically, I think Rick Ross got better, as, as as crazy as it sounds. And on this album, lyrically, he really gets in his bag, but I think it's more so the topics and the subject matters that he carries that is that's pretty deep, pretty powerful, pretty, pretty dope. Like a lot of times he talks about his health issues, a lot of times he talks about uh, you know, fake friends, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But it's intriguing to listen to. It's an album that's intriguing from start to finish. But, like I said, I warn you, you have to be in tune with what he was doing from the start. You have to be in tune with his character. If you are somebody that just said, hey, like, you know, I want to put on this Rick Ross album. Everybody is talking about it. You know, let's see what they're talking about. I don't think you're going to like it. Matter of fact, I recommend you go back and listen to all of Rick Ross's previous stuff. Then listen to this album. Because what this album feels like is the final exam to all the other tests, which which I mean the other albums that Rick Ross has made in his history. So that's kind of my takeaway from it. I think it's a good album, but that's coming from somebody who has actually studied Rick Ross and has listened to his previous stuff in the past. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, so so what would you say, what, what kind of grade would you give this? I mean, do you think it's really good? Do you think it's very good? A, B, C? I, mean, I would say it's good. B minus around that. B minus. I mean, it was, it was, there was a lot of quality joints on there, but then at the same time, um, it, it kind of lacked that experimental side mm-hmm. of music. 
that I'm big on. I'm big on experimenting. And then also, you know, the first couple of tracks were just kind of like so-so to me. So, but as a whole, a B minus for me. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I guess, I mean, for me, I'm going to start, at least from the standpoint of the fact that he actually dropped a sequel to Port of Miami 2 10 years was it 10 years at least this is 10 albums nine albums after he released the first one like like that's crazy to me that like you release your first sequel or not sequel sorry your first installment of a series and then nine albums later you release number two like what the fuck took so long that's number one like that's the first thing that just stands out that's just obvious like damn bro like what is it about now that made you want to go back to the start? And, you know, if you listen to Rick Ross talk, whether it's in interviews, as he's doing promo for the new album, you know, you start to start putting things together. You know, you know, he had a lot of health issues that uh, really made him put things in perspective. He had a lot of people that he lost, like through death that made him put things in perspective and, tr- and want to go back to the beginning to where he was hungry and and to where you know he he first started which is that the hustling you know every day i'm hustling everybody knew rick ross from that back in the day even if you didn't think he was that good you knew of that song that song to this day is a classic classic song undisputed classic i challenge you to 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 argue that um but you know what we're not gonna argue that because i believe that to be facts so when it comes to this new album, Port of Miami 2, I think that even though it took him so long to get to this sequel, I think it was intentional from the standpoint of he was really trying to get down to the nitty gritty and get back to the basics. Now, while he's not the same dude, because he's clearly not, he's made a lot of money, he's had a lot of accomplishments since you know the, the first installment, it almost seemed like he tried to get back to that mentality, like that hunger. Like, all right, how can I become that guy, but also show how I've grown? And so when I listen to the music, you know, I throw the album on and I hear Turnpike Ike and I'm just listening. And I'm like, man, this dude, this dude sounds, he sounds hungry. He sounds hungry, but also there's a woman on this song that is, is, is really getting into his, um, yeah, it's really feeding his ego and really, really allowing him to to know how far he's he's how far he's come, as as Nipsey speaks. Rest in peace. Um, and we gonna get to that song. Believe that, like that song is fire. But the the woman is feeding his ego, and so I don't know if a woman could feed his ego on the first Port of Miami, but damn it, he got he he became so so big. He be, he became such of a boss, making so much money that like he can make that type of song like Turnpike Ike, where it's just fire, man. Like you you throw these songs on, and it just gives you that that feeling that this guy has arrived at this sort of godly rap godly stage where he's now the he's now the elder statesman. And I know he always was, but like. I think it's cemented, man. This dude is legendary for so many things that he's been able to accomplish. Uh, I'm not talking about Grammys because I know he didn't really win a whole lot of those, but I just mean the way he's impacted the game, man. You know, 
that's one of the biggest things that I, one of my biggest takeaways from this album is just how impactful he has been on hip hop, Southern hip hop, you know, Turnpike Ike. I talked about that. There's a couple songs I didn't really like. Summer and Rain with Summer Walker. I love Summer Walker, but that song just sounded way too 2010 radio hit commercial E. Whatever you want to throw on that, I just wasn't feeling it. I love the song White Lines with Dej Loaf. Love the song with Gunplay. Thought, I thought both of them snapped on that. Love the song Bogus Charms with Meek Mill, where they were really getting into their whole, you know, uh, their 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 perspective of just all the dudes that are out here faking it, you know? Um, one of the other things that makes, that just comes to mind when I hear this album is just, everything just sounds like a, like a, like a spiritual, like a ghetto spiritual. Like one of the things about Rick Ross that I really appreciate is the fact that he is so far fetched with the stuff that he says that I cannot relate. I don't even know anybody that person. I don't know anybody personally who can relate to anything he says. I question even the street dudes can even relate to the stuff he says. He just says so many different things that I just don't know what the fuck he's talking about. That it sounds like something so epic and out of a movie. Um, I really like the album, man. I really like it. So with, with all that being said... I'm going to give this album a, a solid B. I thought it had really good songs. I thought there were songs on here towards the end, like Fascinated, that really got my attention. I still pray with YFN Lucci. Uh, didn't like that song at all with a, uh, a Boogie with the Hoodie called Running the Streets. Thought it was lazy. Just didn't really have enough like value at all. Did not make Rick Ross stand out in any way. And then you, of course, you in the you in the uh, you in the album out with Maybach Music Six with Lil Wayne, who I thought put up a lazy verse, but overall I like the song. Apparently, Pusha T was supposed to be on that on that song, but he was left off the 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 song somehow. And then you in the album with Gold Roses with Drake, which I thought was and is an amazing song. Could arguably be the best song in the album, but hey. I'm not ranking the songs on the album. I'm just ranking the entire album for what it was. I like the album a lot, man. I really do. I really like this album. I think it'll grow on you, though. So, yeah. Yeah, man. That was a lot. It was a lot, man. But you know what? This album is a lot. It is if you lot. If you have, like, a short thought of the... You didn't listen to it to me. You did not listen to this album. This album has a whole lot of dynamics to it, so... Check it out. Let us know what you think. Uh, I'm I'm interested. Shall we move on? Yes, sir. All right, let's do it. Next album, Bozzy dropped an album called Soul Searching. I just wanna tell you that you're mine. That's who he is. That's Bozzy. For people that don't know, I know a lot of people don't know who Bozzy is. They don't. They don't. And you know, He's listen. Not a common face. I don't. If he walked down the street, I wouldn't know who. He, <clears throat> <clears throat> the way that I can recognize him is he looks like a young Max Kellerman. <laughs> That's a, is that a compliment? <laughs> Max Kellerman ain't ugly. Hey, hey, that's true. Hey, Stephen A. Smith always complimenting his eyes. Yeah, Stephen A. Smith, which is kind of weird. With his eyes, yeah. whatever. Anyway, uh, shall I start? Yes. Yeah, let's yeah do you should start. All right. So, so with this album, 
which was a which was a surprise. It was this was a, a pleasant surprise. I want to say that because I number one, I never really listened to to Bozzy like that other than when he dropped two songs about I want to say two months ago. We actually reviewed it on the podcast. He dropped a song with Twenty One Savage called Focus, and then he had another song that he dropped. Do you remember the name? I don't. All right. Well, I think it was on his album, actually. It might have been Paradise, which came out Paradise, a, a while it. ago. That's it. Paradise. Paradise. Yeah. So, nonetheless, this album or mixtape or EP or project, whatever you want to call it, is about 10 songs full of emotion, felt, you know, introspective, melody-driven tunes. I, I, I'm hesitant to even try to give you guys an, a, an another thought that is anything negative because I've heard the album about four times since it came out and I legitimately feel like this is one of the best albums that has dropped this year. You know, you, you know the uh, uh, Americans Got Talent, they, they, press the, they press that button. You go, mm. They press that button. Yeah, you just press the button by saying that, dude. You hear this album, man, and and you know I know people are gonna be like, why would why the fuck would he say that? What the fuck, huh? All the shit that people are gonna say without actually hearing it. And if you know anything about Bozzy's music, which I'm starting to learn very quickly, he resembles Post Malone and and Russ. He's like he does everything that he does the. He takes the the positives, all the good things that Russ and Post Malone do, and he does that on a consistent basis. And that's a fucking dynamic duo. I believe that's a recipe for fucking success. Cause come on, man. I love both of those dudes. Specifically Post Malone, especially when he gets into his like his his inaudible bag where like he, you can't hear him. Where yeah. like he's like, <laughs> he goes his voice going his in and voice out. Voice cracks. Oh yeah. The voice cracks I'm is in- fire. I'm in heaven when his voice cracks. He now now Bozzy doesn't quite do any voice cracks, but he definitely has the same melodic melodic feel as both of those guys. So here's how I rank the album, at least the the songs on the album. Um, you know what? No, I'm not gonna rank. I'm gonna give you guys my favorite songs. Number one, in no order, Focus with Twenty One Savage, Fire, Twenty One Savage. His verse was not that like fire, like we used to hearing a Twenty One Savage feature verse. Like it kind of gave you simple Twenty One Savage. Didn't really kill it like that. But listen, when you got Twenty One Savage on the feature, you can't really go wrong. It, it seems. This is swag. I don't know his, how that even happened. But his, his persona is what is what makes him special. I suppose. His persona is what makes him special. I love the feature with Black on on the song called Fallen. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love the song, Can We Go Back to Bed? Oh, man. Uh, the other song, I Fucking Love You. I-F-Y-L, another great song. Paradise, great song. Uh, no Way, great song. Soul Searching, he sounds like The Weeknd. I don't even know how, but he actually sounds like The Weeknd. And I know everyone in this planet loves The Weeknd. I've never met anybody who doesn't like The Weeknd. Have women, you? women don't like The Weeknd. The way he sounds? Just women don't like The Weeknd. Wait. I mean, there's on this planet. There's Wait. no way you can not like you, how. There's women. no one. 
I'm t- I have I, literally never met anybody every who does girl not like, like the weekend. Every girl that I messed with said they do not like the weekend. You messing with the wrong one. I'm telling you, they say they, he's. They're like he's he's too brash. He's too he's too he's too rough. That's not possible. I'm just like I don't know. She hey, listen, about there's me. girls she, who like it. He rough. sounds like Michael Jackson. Hey, there's girls who like it rough. <laughs> you just said everybody. <laughs> I that, I did say that. Uh, no, I actually just mean the tone, like. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he. I'm talking about like the tone. He yeah. sounds like the weekend, not it's, the content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Any, anyway, I don't have too much to say, man. I, I really love it though. I think this is one of the strongest projects of the year. I really, I really believe that. It has hits. It has substance. He's really talking about some shit. He, but okay. Here's one thing I want to talk about that is negative. It's not his fault though. I think it's a product of society today. I'm really getting tired of people marketing sadness. Like it's actually really bothering me. I don't know why it's bothering me, but I'm getting I'm slowly getting sick and tired of everyone being sad. What's up with this sad boy music? It's a good point. Stop stop being sad. That's a good point. That that, that you Everyone's fucking sad. You actually fed into like what I was going to say. Jesus I, I Christ. Did, I didn't really listen to this album. I'm going to be real with you. I just got married. <laughs> so burr, 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 burr. So, so, so I wasn't. I was hey, not listening hey, to no album. I, hey, I listened to a few albums. Hey, hey. I was. I was listening to. Oh, here you go. Hey, you got him started. Hey, you got him started. Hey, you got him started. You got an audience. Hey, Leo. You got hey, him quiet, started. Quiet. You got him started. Sit down. Sit down. So, with Bozzy, Bozzy actually, based off the the little that I heard. He actually reminds me of. Here we go. Here we go. He actually reminds me. He reminds me. Whoa! Look at that. Look at that aggression. Anyway, he, hey. he feeds off aggression. Hey, sorry. Continue. But he reminds me of. Um, uh, what the hell is that singer? Oh my god! I just drew a blank on his name. Who? Singer. Um, uh, I just drew a blank on his name. Uh, white white guy that is uh, Justin Bieber. No, not Justin Bieber. White guy that that wrote for Justin Timberlake. Uh, he has kind of like a hip hop vibe to him. He just dropped an album. Oh, I uh, oh Mike Posner. Ago. No, not Mike Posner. It's another guy. Uh, he's not that popular. Oh man, this is modern. okay. I have no idea. <laughs> Who? Whatever. What's the point? We'll figure it out. What's he reminds me of him where they they make really somber music. Very, very somber music. And then at the same time as writers, they are excellent writers. Yeah. Um, so for me, what's big for me is I love R&B music. Don't get me wrong. I love me some R&B music, but I also like an experience. And that, that's what I'm talking about. Black Bear. Black Bear. Black Bear. Got it. If I were to pick who uh, Bozzy is, he's a mix between Post Malone, Black Bear, and um, bro, you got the, Russ the Weeknd. Bro's, bro's I didn't like hear Russ. Russ. I just don't hear Russ. I hear Russ. I don't hear Russ. But he definitely reminds me of Black Bear. And Black Bear's... If you guys don't know, I know we didn't talk about it on the show. Black Bear has an album called Anonymous. That is a must listen. That is definitely one of the best albums I heard this year. Anonymous. But I actually didn't hear it. Yeah, it's a fantastic album. I think you will like it. 
but yeah, Bazi, I mean, I, I'm I'm definitely gonna take my time to listen to it this weekend, um, and I can get back to you next week. But I am, he's definitely somebody I look forward to listening to, and and I'm not surprised if if people were filming this joint. Yeah, it's I'm good. It's really good. It's really good. You guys check it out. Let us know what you think. Uh, let's move on. Trippy Red dropped an album called Exclamation Point, and that just sounds so ridiculous that I can't even believe I just said that. Is there any other way to? Freaking... I didn't even think that they'll let you do that. <laughs> like R I A A. Bro, bro, he put he the man is pushing the limits. I remember when XXX Tentacion dropped question mark because it was a question mark. So as soon as I when I saw this album came out, I immediately thought, dude, is this what we're doing now? You know what he's doing? Like we're we're just we're just we're just putting out albums that are a, a symbol. He's effing up hashtags. You can't hashtag exclamation mark. Mm. Come on, man. You can't. Come on, man. You're effing up SEO search well, you engine can do optimization. Well, you can't do that with, with question mark either. Yeah, exactly. That's why they both messed up. Freaking our hashtags, bro. Mm. You're gonna have problems hashtagging. Don't even put this on the Instagram because you can't hashtag it. That anyway. is facts. I don't think they did it on purpose, but whatever. Go ahead. Trippy red question mark <sighs> or not question marks? Sorry, exclamation mark. That just sounds ridiculous. But go ahead, continue. Uh, first off, I didn't know this album's coming out till like two weeks ago. I didn't know it came out until it dropped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. So. You know what? The first thing that I thought when I pressed play on this album, which we got treated to a song called Guess What? Exclamation mark. That's the first song on this album. Um, I'm so sick of these niggas. I was like, you know, I'm they're, sorry. They're so I'm, sorry to so, I'm sorry to interrupt. They're so out I of am the box. sick of these niggas. I'm sick of them. Yeah. What is this shit? Give your album a freaking word. It's rebelliousness at its finest. <laughs> like, bro, like, come it's on, rebelliousness man. Rebelliousness at its what finest. What the hell is going on? But all right, sorry, go ahead. My bad. But yeah, the first first thing that I thought to my mind that that came to my mind when I was listening to this album was, Trippy Red is too talented for his own good. Now I know somebody from Generation Z or X or whatever the hell was generation from 1962 to 1983, whatever, XYZ's generation obligatory, whatever they're from, are going to say, what the hell are you talking about? Trippy Red is too talented for his own good. I come from an era with Slick Rick. I don't care what era you come from. Trippy Red is a talented dude. He can rap pretty well, which a lot of people will never give him credit for. He's actually a really good rapper. When he, when he wants to be. He can sing decently, has a very solid ear for music, and then with that first song, the exclamation mark, he can dabble in pop EDM too. Him and Diplo are undefeated, bro. Him and Diplo are undefeated. But he's a little too experimental. A little too experimental for his own good, in my opinion. On exclamation mark, it just felt like one big experimental album where he was experimenting with a whole bunch of different sounds, experimenting with a whole bunch of different feelings, vibes, everything. So moments, snippets of the album, you get really good quality music. And then there's other snippets where you just get him blurting out all kinds of random ass stuff. Um, similar to Rick Ross, there's something that we didn't bring up. 
you know, we, we kind of talked about Port of Miami 2 being kind of like an underdog type album. It's like, yo, why is it Rick Ross is talking all this boss stuff and people is just not resonating? That's the word that we, we, we need to use for both resonating. Why isn't Rick Ross's music resonating with people the way it should be? Why isn't Trippy Red's music resonating with people the way it should be? It's because there is something about their persona that people just don't believe. Rick Ross, it was his own doing. There was a picture that leaked with him being a CO, which I have no problem. You you need money. You got to get your job. You know, whatever. Provide for your family. Do what you got to do. But a lot of people didn't like that. So when Rick Ross starts talking about, yo, I got choppers, I got guns, I've been in the hood, I've been in the trap, simply there's not a lot of people that believe what he's saying. So when you get past that, which is hard to get past, you can appreciate his music for what it really is. Very dope hip-hop mafioso rap. Trippy Red, when you look at Trippy Red, he looks like one of those privileged kids, right? that kind of got all the money, all the budget to do whatever the hell he wanted to do with his artistry, with his face. And then on top of that, he's from Canton. He's representing Canton. There's not many artists that came from Canton, Ohio. And he's talking that tough talk. He's talking about he got choppers. He's talking about I got guns under enemy lines. He's talking about, yo, I'm ready to go to war with foes and ops. But there's simply not enough people in this world that believe it. And so I think that for Trippy Red, this album is 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 solid, is decent. I would give it like a C, C plus. Um, I think he's he's being very experimental, a little too much is too experimental, but he does have his moments of of uh, really good artistry. But it's just that level of the lyrics that you've given us. Do we believe it? Do we believe in your messages? And for Rick Ross, he's already dropped nine, ten albums already. I already believe his message. Rick Ross is who he says he is. But Trippy Red, I think he's, he's got to convince us more that the stuff that you're talking about, you really live in that life. You know, if, if he can convince us of that, I think that you'll enjoy, appreciate his music a little more. I think... All right. I mean, listen, I I can appreciate that uh that take. Um cuz I I do understand where you're coming from. I really do. But I will say I think you're being too hard on Trippy Red. I do. Like mostly because I think I think people do mess with him and it's because I think it's first off he's young. I think he's like what, 18, 19? He's 20. He's 20 now? All right. Well, shit. He's still young. I think there's people who mess with his music that are youngins who think he's the GOAT, as the kids like to say these days. Everybody's the GOAT. Everybody's I, the GOAT. That's, 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 by the way, I've been wanting to rant can about that. Can I go on my rant? Bro. Can I go on my rant? Go on it because I'm, I'm a piggyback. How can, I've been wanting to rant about that. Some, how can everybody be the GOAT? I do you understand what the word? That. Do you understand what the word GOAT means? I Greatest of all time. Greatest of I all time. How is there a hundred greatest <laughs> of all times? There should be one greatest of all time. Yo, I'm not gonna lie. I have been wanting to rant about that for about a year now. 
That joint's been driving me crazy. Like, like grammatically, why, it doesn't why, make sense. Why are people using that so loosely? It doesn't make sense grammatically. Grammatically, it doesn't make sense. And also contextually, <laughs> it makes no sense. Because how the fuck is Young Bands the GOAT? <laughs> how the fuck is Made in Tokyo the GOAT? What the fuck are you talking about, yo? Like, knock it off, man. I'm, I'm sick of these kids, man. Just coming up with anything that th- just sounds cool. Nah, I get it. It sounds great. You sound like get off my lawn, man. Bro, that right shit now. sounds tight, man. That's you why I don't. Like, that's why I don't snap because it shit sounds tight. I don't snap too much because it sounds tight. Tight but as you want it. Yeah, I, I like the way it's like. I, I like the like feel. Goat? You like the goat? The goat? No, I'm just saying. Like, so, if somebody said, "Yo, you the goat," that shit sounds swag. It sounds swag. Anyway, uh, so besides that point, uh. I think there are people, kids out there, who think he's the GOAT. That was where I was going, right? I think, to your point about him being uh, a little confusing of an artist, yeah, that's probably true. Um, And, yeah, he probably is being a little bit too experimental, but I don't think it hurts his music. I I think all the music that he puts out is simply a display of his artistry, man. Like, he shows you all the different things that he's capable of doing, and I think... In a in a in a society in a in a time in music where there's a lot of one dimensional people, I like when people are sh- able to show us all the things that they're capable of doing on one project. I, I get it; it, it could be confusing, but fuck it, man. If you if you got it in, you show it. But you got to go got it through, in, you show it. You got to go through growing pains, like as an artist. This is not his first you album. Experiment, I know. This is not like he continues three, to wanna, experiment with two. He can. It's his. It's his. Third major project. He had a other project. Yeah. The other, the other gear. But this so you feel like he hasn't earned album. the fact, the point, or he hasn't earned the ability to be creative. No, like that's this? not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is he's so creative. What he does well, like he raps really well. He has a great ear for music, but I don't think it's enough for him. That doesn't satisfy him inside. All what right. satisfies him inside is to continue to experiment. Well, and find different avenues to get his messages across. All right, so without without speaking on what the fuck satisfies him inside his own body, because I can't speak on that. I don't fucking know. That just I don't even want to even pretend to act like I know what the fuck satisfies him. I just know what he's showing us. He's displaying all of his 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 capabilities. But all right, let me get into the album real quick, and then we can move on because I really don't have that much to say about this album, other than the fact that I really like it. I thought that, to your point, which is something that you actually thought was a bad thing, I thought that his ability to show all the different sides of his artistry, he starts the album off with uh, uh, exclamation mark, which I thought was just absolutely phenomenal. And then he gets into Snakeskin, which, again, is an extension of the first song, but just takes you on another just direction, just you know, artistically. Uh, and then you get into Be Yourself. One of the things I love about Trippy Red, and there's a lot I love about him, but is the fact that he just is very unapologetic about being himself. And, you know, obviously you can look at the, the album, I'm sorry, the, uh, the, the song titles to kind of lead you to that conclusion. But listen, the combination of the song titles, how creative he is on the mic, how random his entire his entire being uh, his entire presence is will let you know how carefree how dynamic of an artist he is i just really love him man like as an artist 
The song Immortal, the game, killed his verse. Uh, Playboy Cardi was the opposite of killing their verse. Matter of fact, it sounded like he died on the verse. Like, he sounded bad. Playboy Cardi. Playboy, Playboy Cardi, Cardi. Put out perhaps one of the worst verses I've ever heard in my life. I, but how many times song. have we said that? This is this was the worst. <laughs> this was like I feel like I this I, was even worse than the worst when I said it was the worst. I feel like I feel like we've said this not me and you, but I feel like we have collectively as a culture have said Playboy Cardi, this is your worst verse, and he continues to top this shit. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. God damn it. Uh, but good album though, Trippy Red. I, I fuck with it. I'm gonna give this like a B. I'm gonna give it a B. Okay. Yeah, I, I like it. it I, I like it, it a, a C. Lot. So we we differ on that one. I like this album, man. All right, let's move on. You know, we should give like to charity or something every time we differ that significantly. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was a C. How much I we give it? it charity, average. Though. How much you give it? Like ten cent. Okay. All right. Well, slow build over time. Next album, which I know you don't want to talk about at all, but it's really an EP. Boss dropped an EP called Spoiled Milk One. We'll make this very quick because I thought it was spilled milk. Is not it spilled spoiled. spoiled. It's spilled milk. Oh my bad. It's spilled. Sorry. Spilled spoiled milk. milk. That's a that's a sick ass title too. I know. You know you can do you know you can make stuff with spoiled milk? That's I think sad. you can make you I don't want to know. You can make uh uh my wife, she made something with spoiled milk. I was about to throw the milk away. She was like, yo, like what are you throwing the milk away? We can make some some baked good with this milk. I was she, like, yo, listen, what? You and her are the opposite of the goat. She's the goat. <laughs> I'm not the goat. I'm well, just what's a, the opposite I am of, a goat. What's the opposite of, the, of a goat? <laughs> I'm a goat. I'm a billion Greatest goat. Of all time. Who's the worst of all time? Worst of all time? Playboy Cardi, apparently. But what animal is the worst of all time? <laughs> uh, a raccoon? Uh, a possum? A possum. <laughs> or, I don't know, a, 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 a scazzy wazzle? Right. A beaver? No, okay. It got to be something that just gets no respect from humans, like a fly. Dude. Oh, a fly is pretty bad. There's there's, there's animals, there's insects that get no respect. But all right, whatever. We, we, we're digressing. definitely animals and insects that get no respect. We're digressing too much. Chicken? Um, nah, dude. We, we respect chicken. We eat that too much. Nah, that's true. But anyway, that would probably say how much we disrespect them if we eat them a lot, if you really think about it. Anyway. Uh, boss. I love the, the I love two of the songs on this on this album a lot, man. Um, Jalof Rice, really good song. We we actually reviewed Fried Rice mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago. Please don't tell me like that boring ass song. I thought in the, in the remember we actually we I deba- did not remember, like we it. We debated I about didn't this. Like it. Remember yeah. we debated about this. Still don't like you it. You said it was bad. Uh, I thought it was good. I thought in the flow of this album EP. Again, I, I maintain that position. I thought I think it's a good song. Hey, get out get out of my house. Uh no. We're doing a show, sir. <laughs> I can't do that. Uh, Sorry, I would have to take the, all the equipment. Get out of with the me. studio. I would have to take all the equipment. Yeah, with we'll me. we'll ship it back to you <laughs> via FedEx. <laughs> um Yeah, man. Not, I don't have a whole lot to say, man. All, all I gotta say is I, I like the, the I like the the artistic approach that Boss is on. I think one of the problems with Boss in the in the in the past on his last album called Milky Way, I think that was the name, Milky Way, right? The Milky Way, yeah. The Milky Way. The Milky Way. I didn't like that album mostly because I thought, from a artistic standpoint, he was a little confused, and I don't really feel like he knew which direction he wanted to take as an artist. Unlike his first album, uh, Too High to Riot, which I thought was great, 
thought it was a great body of work. I like the direction he's going in now with spilled milk because it seems like he's back on his shit. Like, seems like he's found himself. It's tough because he's he's not a he's a dude that I'm not sure he saw himself being this popular and disappreciated. In yeah, the I don't game. think so. You know what I'm saying? Like, he I don't think he saw that. So now that he's in this light. It's kind of different for you. You got to kind of start moving differently. And so this is where you start throwing things on the wall and see what sticks. Um, but yeah, Spilled Milk won um, four songs. Not too many songs. I heard it. Very experimental, like you mentioned. He's not on a good chunk of this. It's almost like DJ Khaled or Bass play DJ Khaled on the joint. Like little talking here true. and there. He was rapping a <laughs> little rapping. bit on what there. I'm saying yeah, I'm saying but like he's not on there a lot. Like yeah. it's a lot of features on I there. I get it. I get I understand. He's not he's not the main artist artist on there. You know, my favorite songs on here are Nirvana and Amnesia. Amnesia. Nigga, there's four. I, there's I four it. songs in total. I he's talking that. about your favorite song out of four. I can't have a favorite song. Why no. Yo, why are you bad? Why are you mad, bro? Four. Yo, you it's hey, four songs on this album. Hey, you're the worst of all time, man. Knock, knock it off. <laughs> yeah, I'm sick of you. Why, I don't understand why you mad. <laughs> There's only four. Who cares? That's like going to In-N-Out Burger and being like, yo, hey, oh my God, my favorite thing in In-N-Out Burger is the hamburger. They got three items on the menu. <laughs> what you talking about? What are you talking about? You're not even making sense. <laughs> but all right, cool. Uh, yo, y'all go check out Nirvana and Amnesia. Jeez, that's that's the whole album. Just tell them to oh, check, sorry. Just tell them to sorry. check out the whole and album. Check out, and check out Fried Rice Angela. Fries. Just tell them to check out the whole album. There's too much rice Talk on about, this let's shit. Check out two songs. Hopefully, there's brown let's rice on the menu. But goddamn it, y'all go check it out. I'm tired of this guy. Jeez, Louise, this guy is just this guy's a hater, man. <laughs> what am I hating? This guy's such a hater. Anyway. My boss. So yeah, you know, boss. <laughs> I like boss. You know, you know Oh, boss, you like Oh, you like boss now. Oh. Oh, this really? Is, this is shots towards you. Oh, oh we're really? talking about hey man, hey oh. man. Boss man is a great album. It's four songs. Anyway, I never said it was a great album. <laughs> you did say it was a great EP album. I never said it was a great you album. It's a great project, whatever the hell. It's four songs. All right. So, anyway, let's um, move on, man, cuz you didn't no, hear. No, no. It. You didn't I hear. Want it. You say, so I let's want, move on. I want to say this. There, you have something to say? Yes, I do. Oh my god! Boss might be the the one of the only fat people that are experimental like this. All right. What else fat people are experimental okay. like this? And let's move on. <laughs> on that note. No, seriously. <laughs> Name another fat person that's experimental like this in the hip hop game. Oh my! <laughs> why are we having this conversation? Why are we debating this? CeeLo? CeeLo's actually pretty creative. Oh, no. You just answered your own question. <laughs> okay. You, uh, you, I'm sure on. you have more. I, I just move on. I can't think of any. I, I you think just thought of one that trumped Boss, that argument. Boss has the swagger of a skinny person. What? Let me tell you. You know who got the swag? Who? Lizzo. Lizzo. Oh, hell yeah. She's bigger than She's everybody. She's creative. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, everybody stop. <laughs> everybody You just Here said. Here we I'm, go. I'm, I didn't make, take I'm it actually that disputing far. your I point. I did not take it that I'm far. I'm actually disputing your argument. You just said he got the swag of a skinny bread. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't get it. But whatever, man. Let's move on. <laughs> Before we get ourselves in trouble. Drake. We about to lose Drake, subscribers. Because Drake dropped an album called Care Package. <laughs> Drake dropped the album called Care Package. What do you think of this, sir? <laughs> oh wait, is it my turn? Wait, is, is it my turn? I think it's, it's my, my turn. turn. It's my turn. Oh, go ahead, man. 
<laughs> After you, man. Ooh, Don't take boy. all day. Uh, Drake dropped care package, right? By the way, Lizzo's the goat. But sorry, go ahead. I love Lizzo. She's I the love goat. Lizzo. I love Lizzo. She is the goat. <laughs> oh man! Stop it! Stop! I can't pay respects. Stop, dog. Care package. Right. You started this, man. I did not. You started this. Just FYI, don't everybody who's listening, y'all know. You, you go ahead, rewind, rewind the tape. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Care package. Care Great. package. Let's make this quick, man. I mean, care package is 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 a. Is we've a, heard these songs. Before. It's a compilation of songs I've already heard before. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> the one, the, my big takeaway from this 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 uh, album is that, like, you know, Drake, he was hungry back then, man. Like he was spitting bars, like you know. I found myself because this album came out. I found myself listening to 4 p.m. in Calabasas, just listening to the swag, just the bars, the, 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 the punchlines, everything. I'm just like, yo, dude, this dude was, this dude was hungry. Then he got it and he started flossing in front of everybody. You see that transition from start to finish on this album of just Drake becoming an asshole. You know, <laughs> you don't see that very often. Like, yo, this dude became an at like it's it's like put in chronological order of how he became an asshole on this album. Yeah. Um but yeah, I, I love I love this project just because it symbolizes this is one of the first people which this is my last comment I'm going to make. I remember talking to 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 Olivia, my wife. I remember talking to her I said, "Yo, like LeBron James is thirty five years old. She's like, yeah, okay, yeah, he's thirty five. Whatever. I was like, it it kind of bothers me. Not bothers me. Bothers me is not the word, right word. But it's kind of interesting to me that I watched this guy go from high school phenom to like now a veteran older guy that's about to retire. He might be the first person I literally watched from start to finish with their career. Drake is going to be another person where we watch this guy go from hungry, could not even get a cosign. I watched this guy go from replacement girl where it's like, who the hell is this guy? I remember the day I used to come to your the basement of your parents' house and freaking we would watch replacement girl sitting there like, who is this dude with no swag featuring Trey songs? Hey, how did Trey song? I used to literally ask myself, how did Trey song? Why did Trey songs? Hop on a song with this guy. <laughs> Who is this guy? I remember that. So I watched him go from that to Hungry to Young Money, Affiliate to Superstar to Megastar to Cocky Guy to now every single person emulates him. It is just so intriguing to listen to. And Care Package kind of reminds you of one of those important stages in Drake's career where he was on the cusp of taking over the game. So that's why I think Care Package meant something to me. And that's why I think it's it's a must listen for uh, people that's been following his career. Yeah. Yeah, man, you 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 touched on it. You touched on the majority of the points. Um, nothing more needs to be added. On, on that front, um, one of my biggest takeaways was the fact that 
A lot of people, a lot of people thought that uh, a lot of people thought that this was a a new album, mm-hmm. for whatever reason. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't understand why people thought Drake was dropping a new album, almost like a secret album. Yeah. And and the funniest part about this is, one of the things that made one of the things that stood out to me the most was the fact that people thought this was a new album made me know. That yo, we were illegally downloading music like shit back in oh, the day. Oh hell yeah! Because all these songs I heard, they were never released officially. Oh hell yeah! But they were yeah. on the internet back in the day, two thousand eight, two thousand nine, two thousand ten, two thousand eleven, bro. <laughs> bro, he said, "Yo, stop talking about Drake." Bro, you gonna calm down? Stop talking about Drake. Hey Leo, you the goat. Hey, you the goat. You the goat. Hey, sit down, goat. You know I like it. You the goat. Stop, stop. That's it. Quiet. Sit down. Sit. God damn it. The hell's going on? You've procured the moment. Yo, I don't know what the hell I said, but hey, he's triggered. He's the big dog. Anyway, man, let's move on, man. I don't have much to say after Drake. There's I not really much don't. to say. There's not really. There's really not much There's to say. There's nothing to There's say. There's not much to say about a, about a bunch of songs we heard before. We, we know. And uh, next album, Lil Durk dropped this album called Love Songs for the Streets 2. And I'm surprised to see Lil Durk is out of jail. Yes. Uh, I think I think Lil Durk is getting his, I think he's getting his, he's finally getting his just due. It's, doesn't it seem that way? Definitely, like, doesn't it seem definitely. like Lil Durk is finally getting the shine this that like maybe he always wanted. It might be because people feel sorry for him. I don't know bit. what it is, but I think like, people are starting to feel sorry for him. I don't. I don't get it, but I just know that like he's somebody he's putting out music and it's hitting. Money. It's hitting. Somebody's been taking his lunch money. I don't know, man. I don't have much to say about this album. Really? That's it? You I, put this on here and you don't have nothing to say, bro? You didn't take it off. I oh, oh I said, do you okay, want? Let me let me let me let me let me talk about this album real quick. Let me enlighten the people about this album. Lil Dirk is a real one. That's all I got to say, really, for real, for real. Yeah, I knew it. Lil Dirk's a real one. No, no, no. This album is good. I mean, Lil Dirk. It's your typical. You know the thing about Lil Dirk? All his albums sound the same. Like I feel like yo. All the songs I heard from this album, I heard from the last album. And so, that's all I got to say. Yeah. What you got to say, Leo? You said you said three more words to me, but all right. We're going to act like you said uh, something significantly different. What you got to say, Leo? Arr, arr. He the goat. Arr, arr, arr. The ill and the not. So advice. So with the first song on the ill and the not so advice segment, we got Megan the Stallion with her new song called Hot Girl Summer featuring Nicki Minaj and Ty Dollar Sign. Uh I think this is a legitimate candidate, if not a strong forefront player in the Song of the Summer anthem list which I know is an unofficial list that nobody's keeping track of. But I think this might be the song of the summer, man. I I feel really confident about that. Every time this song comes on, I start shaking my ass. Uh, I've heard it about four times. I can't get enough. I think this is a song that's going to stick around, man. I really I really believe that. I really believe that. Um, 
Shout out to Nicki Minaj for making a partnership with finally a, a, a popping female. Like, I, I'm happy to see that she's not bitter, like at least super bitter, and that she can somehow coexist with with another woman. That's a, a young woman that's out here getting it, trying to make a name for herself. I like that a lot. Her verse wasn't that tight, but hey, it wasn't bad. I thought it was a good addition. Ty Dolla Sign killed the hook. This is a great song, man. This is a really good song. But you know the thing about when women rappers collaborate, it's always weird, right? It's weird. Like I, there was rumors about them collaborating for like the last two weeks. True. And the way that it was brought about, it was just like so weird. Yeah. Why can't it just be like, yo, they just collaborated, end all be all? Like, pe- why should people be surprised, right? They're two popping female artists. But I think it's only surprising when Nicki Minaj collaborates. It's probably surprising when it's Nicki Minaj. Yeah, I, I think that's you're, you're right about that. But I love this song. I love the energy attached to this song. Um, Megan Thee Stallion actually spits bars like seriously on this song. Like she, for people that don't know Newsflash, she is a hell of a rapper. Not to not to Jermaine Dupree, but to me, she's a hell of a rapper. Yes, she, her for the most part, her subject matters are a little limited at times. But for the most part, she is a hell of a rapper. Who cares? And she kills these two verses uh, that she, that's on this song. Um, like just just you know, a let loan from lyrics, just like presence, you know, confidence, I'm, swagger. You know, and and I talked. Sorry, not to interrupt, but I have to because I talked about this on the last episode in my ill-advised thoughts. I'm getting tired of the double standard. Real talk, man. Like. I think it's time for us to give women that just give them props, man. Why we always got to caveat the shit that they say and do, right? When we don't do the same for dudes. Oh, I do the same. No, I'm saying most people. Sorry. (laughs) I I know there are exceptions. You do it. At least I do it. I'm speaking generally speaking when when I say that. Jermaine Dupree over here being all vocal when a woman is talking about a dude. Nigga, when was you saying this when the Migos was out here dominating for the last three years. What the fuck do they talk about? What are they talking about? We don't hear niggas talking about, oh, they're they're limited. They don't they only talk about this, this, and this. Okay, why do we have to point that out when it comes to women? I just think it's funny. It's convenient. Mm-hmm. It's convenient when you want... It's because it's they're... Dudes generally, I think they're threatened. They're mm-hmm. threatened by the, the surge of women in hip-hop. That's what I think. I don't so they're trying to make excuses, trying to make all these fucking qualifiers to make it seem like it's 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 it should be disqualified without them actually saying that. It's fucking nasty, dog. I, it's I nasty. don't think it's I, I don't I think it's a, what Jermaine Dupree is doing and what, what he has done over the last few weeks is fucking nasty. It's disgusting. <laughs> like, he literally represents the type of dudes that do what he's saying, like who, who feel the way he's. Feel the way he feels, and but they don't actually have a voice like he does. Anyway, go ahead. But the thing is, the thing that's kind of confusing about it is Jermaine Dupree actually has the clout. If there's anybody that could have an opinion about female artists, Jermaine Dupree is one of them because he's he's a super producer. So it's not like... He dealt with the brat. He's done songs for Mariah Carey. He's done songs for Janet Jackson. He's done songs for like just legends galore. Um, I personally think Jermaine Dupree is wrong because he's seeing one side of female rap. Um, but I do see the the problem is not Jermaine Dupree. The problem is the exposure that we're giving 
all shades of female rappers, right? We we have our J. Cole on the men's side. We have our J. Cole. We have the Kendrick Lamars. We have the Meek Mills on that side where it's like they're, they talk about all the stuff everybody else talks about, but then they also talk about some philosophical. They also talk about some knowledgeable stuff. Those people are heralded as the best rappers in the game right now. <clears throat> There's not enough love being dished out to people like Rhapsody. There's not enough love uh, being dished out to people like uh, Young M.A. that they don't talk about what Megan Thee Stallion and all those other people talk about. We are only acknowledging that one bracket of women rappers, which is not fair. That's why I think Lizzo can be something special because she takes both sides, creativity side, and then also, um, you know, just having fun, just being free side. So it's just an exposure thing. Jermaine Dupree is pretty much saying like, Oh, he only sees all the only female rappers that are popping are the ones that are talking about what Megan Thee Stallion is talking about. And that's not true. It's simply not true. There are so many other female rappers in the game that are doing their thing in other types of music. And so I'm not about to bash. So I'm not going to bash Migos. I'm not going to bash 2 Chains, or I'm not going to bash whoever. Uh, 2 Chains actually talks about stuff. But I'm not going to bash the Migos of the world. I'm not going to bash the famous Dexes of the world because that's the lane that they're rapping in. That's the same lane Megan Stallion is rapping in. But they are not the only rappers in the game right now. But with that being said, Megan Thee Stallion, Hot Girl Summer is a very hot song. Actually, the funny thing is the song is called Hot Girl Summer, but I thought the best part about the song was Ty Dolla Sign's hook, which is actually a hot boy, right? That's what he, how he markets himself, hot boy. Um, that's how he markets himself. Yeah, hot boy, hot boy summer. Remember, it's hot boy versus hot girl summer. And I thought Ty Dolla Sign actually had the best part about that song. But yeah, I agree yeah, with that. But it's a great song though. I th I thought it was a really good song too. It's when it comes on in the clubs, I oh, might yeah. turn, I might turn twenty three again, guys. Yeah, for real. Uh, next song, drum. I might pay for a twerk Jeez. if it comes on the club. You're you're disgusting. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, next song, Drum dropped a song called "The Lay Down," featuring her and Watt. Uh, I thought this song was great. I'm glad to hear great. Big, yeah, I'm glad to hear Big Baby Drum. He said, "Stop calling them that." Did he? Yeah. Well, he Stop calling him Big Baby Drum. So His I, name is Drum. Until I hear him say that, I'm, I'm gonna. He's graduated calling. from Big Baby. When did he say? At that? the age of 32. But when did he say that? Listen, we were calling Big Baby Davis the the basketball player until that name until he retired. He, he I was still call him Big Baby Davis. He, and that man is fifty now. It's like, yeah. well, how old is Big Baby Davis? Big Baby Davis like our age, man. Like he's like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, Big Baby's last point. name was in two thousand fifteen. Hey, the point is, the point that I'm making is, he's gonna be fifty years old, and people are still gonna be referring to him as, hey, uh, remember Big Baby Davis? He's fifty now. Yes. Anyway, uh, this this is a good song though. With her, listen, you can't go wrong with throwing her on any song. This is a great song, man. Did you hear it? Of course, I heard it. Drum, this is Drum is actually a, a phenomenal musician. He's from he's from uh, Virginia, Virginia Beach. He's yeah, a Virginia phenomenal. Beach. He's actually musician. from Hampton. It's just that you gotta like you just you gotta you gotta be able to like navigate through his BS. Like a good chunk of this song, I'm like this dude is BSing. Like he he's 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 playing around. Yeah. 
And then it's not until her comes on there, and I'm like, oh, they're actually serious. Yeah, they actually yeah, yeah. want to go and make love in this dusty bedroom. I that love talking about. <laughs> I, they're I, actually serious. I love. I love when uh when 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 Drum does. I don't want to say a duet because it's not a duet, but I love when he does these type of. Uh, I know what you mean. Collaboration because yeah, he he he's yeah. he does this a lot, man. He did yeah. he had a song with uh with SZA a couple years ago called Care uh Care uh not Care Package. Care for me? Carrot top? No, nah, anyway. You guys, if you guys follow him and or her, you know not her, but I meant SZA. You'll know what the fuck I'm talking about. But anyway. A- AJ McCarron? No, not at all. Anyway, great song. Y'all should go check it out. Shall we move on? Yes, sir. Next song. Sir from TDE dropped a song called Hair Down featuring Kendrick Lamar. I want to know what you think of this, sir. Yeah, call me sir. Anyway. Oh, wait. Look what I did it, there. That was, that was sir, not on purpose. This is, I'm not sir right now. We're you're, not interviewing sir. You're sir. asking sir. Is, I'm Quincy. Sir. I want to hear what sir you have Quincy. to do. Damn, I'm good, man. Yeah, that was, I'm really good. That was wordplay. I'm that really was good. Bar, that was Eminem. I really do this. That was Eminem like wordplay. I'm um, the GOAT. First and foremost, I want to say this. Sir looks like the dude that your mom says is your real father. Have you looked at this guy? He, he just looks like the dude that comes around your apartment. You you living with your mom. You're like, I don't like this dude. There's something about this dude. Hair down. Just looking like he's up to some trouble. But anyway, Hair Down is a very soulful song. Very good song, very quality song, very decent song. Kendrick Lamar is on it. Everything is all good. But I'm not with this hair down movement. No, I just don't think I like seeing dudes with like perms, man. Like it's that bo- that's always bothered me, man. Straight slick down hair looking like Madeline, no, no, I can't. I'd rather you do cornrows. You sound like an old head. I'd rather you do square box. You know them cornrows. I actually I was don't used sound like do. an old head because Snoop Dogg used to have his shit perm. You ain't say shit. Yeah, but I was. So I was, did, so I was did, six years so, old. So did Cat Williams on uh on uh on Friday after next. But you know you ain't say yeah, shit. Yeah, but he's acting. Who cares? He still had his hair permed. I, did he not? You can't. They both listen. Like if if man, if you copy, sir, you copy, if, please. if sir got a if sir got a girlfriend right now or a wife or something, they both got to take care of their hair before the <laughs> night before the night goes. <laughs> they both putting on. Oh, gr- they hey, both girl, putting on the silk me. bonnets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> help me prepare for tomorrow. I got to do my hair. I do my hair for an interview. Yo, that's wild, man. I just can't. That's wild. I like this song a lot, man. I really do. I thought it, it, it's soulful, as as we all know, sir, to be. Let's be real. What's up? Can we be real? I know, you, I know, is, I know what you're going to say. The song is very forgettable. Like, I every single, I play it, then I forget what it sounded like, like, 10 minutes later. Bro, you heard what I said. <laughs> what didn't I say before, before the shit, before the I song? I what it sounded like. <laughs> Hey, listen. You heard what I said, right? Yeah. Before the before we hit record, I said, "Hey, man, what the hell? What, how's that song sound?" I forgot. <laughs> That's how Sir's whole album. His whole album. I'd be like, "Yo, hey, Sir's album is good." Oh, really? What it sound like? Yo, I man, bro, I don't even know, man. I can't even tell you. It sounds like it sounds like good. Hey, that's, it sounds like good. <laughs> 
I don't know what this song sounds like. We just heard it ten minutes ago. I, yeah, we heard it. I still. Don't I can't remember. I, I just remember know, it being good. <laughs> that's a good observation. I'm not even gonna lie. That's a great. Sorry, that's a great observation. It's a good song though. It's a very good song. I just can't tell you what the fuck it sounds. I don't like. remember. I just don't. I really it's don't. It's not catchy. It it's not catchy. Like. I really don't remember what it sounds like. Yeah, let's move on, man. On to some songs that are not good. And we have some familiar names on here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Tiger. Tiger. YG and Blueface dropped the song called Bop. Blueface, baby. And this song is a complete flop. I I hope this song never comes back out. I hope I never hear it again. I thought this song was trash. It's really that simple. Really? Yeah. Not it's no it's not that deep. My it's issue, a bad song. Yeah, my issue with this song is just like a lot of these dudes are like they're becoming predictable. Like when I now see click on a song like Tiger, Blueface and YG, I'm just like, Oh, I know what it's gonna be about. Bop. It, it was just a predictable song and I'm just like, You gotta go harder. You can't this is the example of just a song that just came out. No real thought was put into it. No meaningful lyrics, no meaningful bars. It's just a song that just came out. And I'm like, you, you, these guys, you got to do better than that. You got to do better than that. Well, YG and Tiger, you got to do better than that. Blueface, this was actually a step up from what I heard from you. Mm. That's not saying a whole lot. That's, that's, is that a compliment? That's actually a slight. Oh, okay. I, I thought so. Because I'm like, how is that a compliment? We didn't even talk about Blueface's album. Th- this was the <laughs> first time I ever wanted to put a ill, not so advised on the Watch the Throne album wait, list. Wait, say that again? I, I, this is the first time I wanted to put not so advised Watch the Throne <laughs> on this damn list. No. Blueface's album is bad. No, you mean you mean this is the first, uh, what I was thinking was, this is the first time I wanted to put a whole album on not oh, so advised. I mean, you can say that too. That's what you I was. You can say that too. That album was bad. God awful. That album was bad. He, it was, he, the joint is called. It sounded like it was made by Rugrats. It's called. <laughs> that joint is called Dirtbag. Okay. <laughs> I'm a dirtbag. <laughs> I will never be hip, dude. And, I, I, I and, and mind hip. you, I will never be hip. Me and and it's really Uch, that, really that we both said we don't like Tatiana. Still to this day, I don't like Tatiana. Everybody gonna be like, "Oh, but you like Tatiana, right?" I never liked Tatiana. I never said that was a good song. I never. Go ahead and look at all the history of me talking about Tatiana. I never said I liked that song. But Blueface's best song will get like a D from me. Hey, I will say this, and I will say it, I will continue to defend this one song Bleed still it. to this day. Bleed It is his best song. That song is actually fire. I'm not sure about that. That's the it's fire it, for his standards. No, 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 no. That song is fire in general. The only song I've ever said that for Blueface, I probably will never say it again. I will stand by it. I'm not going to like sugarcoat it just cause just try to just try to be like the, a standout. Like, listen, I like that song a lot. Other everything else is is hot garbage. Deserves to be in a trash bag, not a dirt bag. What the hell? Uh, yeah, man. Hey, let's last song, man. Let's let's keep it moving. Ashanti dropped a new song. Did you know that, guys? Yeah. yeah well, you knew this. Who's Ashanti? Uh, the well, Ghanaian tribe? No. The whole tribe <laughs> dropped the song? The, the, the 90s are, 90s and 2000s. Not, not 90s. The 2000s oh, R&B singer. Oh, you mean Ashanti. Oh, you yeah, mean yeah, Ashanti. Yeah. Ashanti from uh, Murder, Inc. Oh. 
dropped a song, a new song featuring Afro B and uh, the song's called Pretty Little Things, man. What'd you think I'm about I'm sure this? you didn't hear the song. I did not. You didn't hear I it. I probably don't want to either. Jesus. You don't want to. Yep. Ashanti tries to reach notes that she's incapable of reaching on the song. And then it's an Afro beat song. Oh, jeez. Just... That's just mean. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's, just, that's just fucked up. It was... Incapable. <laughs> it was a disgrace to Nigerian culture. <laughs> che! I, I snapped my fingers at it. Che! How did this Akata... That's it. I, I, it's just listen to it. And you'll be bothered. Afrobeat did his thing on it, though. He dropped a fire-ass hook, but it couldn't save it from its abominable state. Jesus Christ. It was, it's Ashanti, please, I beg, leave Afrobeats alone. It was that bad? Please, please. Wow, that's sad. At this point, I'm pleading. I'm begging. How can you beg a grown, a a grown person? I am begging. I de beg. This grown, this grown I de beg. Leave the... Leave the Afro beats alone, no. Oh, Afro do me on your head. Shay. Anyway, it was five thoughts. It was thoughts. Thotty. Wait, wait. Why you keep saying thotty? Huh? I thought we uh, we've. This is episode fifty-seven. We've agreed. That it is a thought, not a thought. Right? Yeah, I know. It's, I'm confused. It's a thought is just short for thoughty. Thoughty is just an abbreviation. For know. thought. Yeah, for a thought. Not abbreviation for thought. Isn't that the same thing? Like abbreviation. That's the same thing. No, it's not the same thing. You just said thought. No, I said thought, not thought. What's the difference? What's the difference? What are you talking about? Either way, a, a thought causes problems. A thought, a thought. You can uh, just let a thought, just let your thoughts be free. A thought is you on. Can't let a thought be free. But a thought can be on your thought. Oh jeez, right? that, that just sounds wrong. A thought can be on, in your head. That sounds troublesome. Not on your head, but in your head. Oh my god, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my ill-advised thought is something that. Um, this is this is really hard for me to say. Oh God. For Yeah, I'm 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 crying a little bit. Tears are falling out my eyes a little bit because this is hard. For sixteen years. I've been fake. I've been fake, Ooch. For 16 years, every single time somebody would debate this topic, I would just go along with the flow. I'd just go along with what everybody says. But in actuality, I don't believe it. I don't believe the conclusion everybody was coming up with. I don't believe I was actually saying what my real thoughts were about this topic. It bothers me. 
going to say it. I'm going to stop being dramatic and just say it. It's hard. You got to understand. It's hard for me. It's hard for me. Ooh, it's hard for me. But I'm going to say it. I don't think Nas beat Jay-Z in that battle that they were in. Oh, I, I, Lord. I, I just don't. I just don't. And the reason I bring this up is because I was watching First Take one day. And I forgot what the topic was. But Max brought up a great point. He was like, everybody thinks Nas beat Jay-Z. He actually thought Jay-Z beat Nas because Jay-Z was way more strategic with how he moved in that beef. And at first I was like, yo, oh my God, I've been thinking this for years now. I don't want to tell nobody that. Today I'm going to explain why I think Jay-Z beat Nas. So when Jay-Z came out with the takeover, that was Jay-Z. That was pretty much him take, throwing them shots. Throwing them shots and seeing like what retaliation Nas is going to hit him with. It was very subtle. It was very calculated. It was Jay-Z talking about Nas's career that was kind of on the downhill at the time. A lot of his bars were just, they were heinous, but at the same time, they were provoking. Like they were, they were meant to provoke Nas. It was almost like in a war, you send warning shots. That's what that was. Then Nas dropped Ether. And that's the famous one that everybody talks about. One of the best disc records of all time to a lot of people. But if you actually break down Ether, Nas is just really sending out childish insults. Whiskers like a rat compared to beans, you whack. You know, um, you you 36 in Kung Fu class. <laughs> you know, uh, you Dame Diddy, Dame Dummy, your Dame... Oh, I get it. You're puffy and he's biggie. Like, this is this is just kind of like insults, which I'm with. It's cool. Like, we all insulted each other in high school, saying all kinds of stupid stuff to each other. Cool. But Jay-Z was spitting facts. If you remember the next song Jay-Z came out with, it was called The Blueprint 2. To remind you guys, it goes, the Austin Powers beat. Remember what Jay Z was saying on that song. Jay Z was saying, "Are you Uchi Wally Wally or are you one Mike? Is it a black girl lost or shorty owe you for ice?" Pretty much attacking Nas's inconsistency with his messages that he was coming across with. Then it was it was. You dropped on takeover, you dropped one hot album every 10 year average. And he explained why the albums he was dropping was not hot. Jay-Z was spitting facts. And so as we sit here today, I actually believe in the way that we debate, the way that we see things, we see things a little more subjectively nowadays. And so I ask you, if you think Jay-Z did not beat Nas, 
keep that same energy when Donald Trump goes against whatever Democratic um, candidate that comes out of that whole debate that they have. Because what Donald Trump does is actually shoots insults. They're baseless a lot of times. And they just, they, they're, they're pretty much there to just attack the person to make the person feel bad. Like you were saying with Obama, right? I said he's not a good debater earlier in the, in the, in the, um, on the show. I said he's not a good debater because in that politics world, I think he needs to be a little more heinous in the political world. But when it comes down to it, in a fair debate against two people, forget the politics, forget everything. I have Obama all day because Obama spits facts. Go back and listen to the three main disc records from that Jay-Z and Nas beef. Takeover, Ether, Blueprint 2. And you tell me who was spitting facts and who was just spitting baseless stuff. And then get back to me and tell me, who do you think won that beef in the real, 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 real world? Well, I uh, I think no matter how you look at it, it's all subjective. I I got, I think Nas won. I'm I'm on I'm on the Nas train, not because of how people felt. Or feel. I don't give a fuck about none of that. You know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Everyone wants to look back in 2019. And I'm not saying people have changed their mind. I know pe- this has been a debate since, since the shit was going on. So, like, bottom line is this shit is subjective. Like, one thing that is a fact is Nas was insulting him on some kitty stuff. Like, we all know that. Jay-Z took a little bit more of a grown-up approach. more A little bit more of a mature approach. But listen, man, this is rap. This is not about who's making the most sense all the time. There's other factors at play, like entertainment, you know. But hey, listen, man, I'm not, I'm not here to debate. I, I actually want, I'm curious as what the people think. If I want to post this as like a poll. Like you know, I, and, and we can my, get this. We can get this shit I answered. Post it as a poll. We can get this shit I, answered listen, once and for all. Listen, I listen. The thing about it is, I you talked about hindsight. I want people to look in hindsight. I don't. Nah, I don't man. want you to tell me how you felt back in the day. Nope. I'm talking about in hindsight. Nope. No, I want you to look That's in not hindsight. How this shit works today. No, I want you to look today in hindsight. Nah. As you've grown, because like that, while that beef was going on, I was what 13, 12 years old. And I, all I heard was insults. But as a I've grown folk, as a grown folk, it, but, but we liked insults when we were kids. No, people we like insults in We enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. I don't think, no, no. <laughs> Steve nice. Harvey is not going to sit here and listen to an album or, or a song. Who the fuck is about Steve, well, Steve Harvey? I'm talking about he's an old man. So what I'm talking about as kids, we enjoy insults a lot more than grown folks. You're, you're, you're not, I think I get, Listen, I'm not. I ain't trying okay. to debate this. All right, all right. I ain't well, trying well, to debate I'm, this. I'm a grown I really, man. I really. Don't I'm a grown man, this. and you, you. I'm a grown man. I'm a grown man. Listen, if you reduce it to that point, which so I think, which I, I think, which I think is, I, I think if you reduce it to, I'm a grown man, and he's talking kitty stuff. I think you're just, you're simply 
diminishing what Nas was able to do on the song. I think that's a lazy that's way That's not what I'm it. saying. What I'm saying is I see it differently. I see the insults. Like when I was 13, 12, I see it differently than I do now. Okay, oh, for sure. That's like what I'm saying. saying. That's why I said from your hindsight, now that you are grown, how do you see it now? Hey, man. Not about how you felt. We were kids. Hey, man. You see it as kids. Hindsight is 2020. I want I want 2020 hindsight. I want I want people to actually look and think about it. Yeah, we'll see. I want let's post that. Let's do that. Let's do that as a poll. For man. sure. I'm, I'm curious. For sure. I'm that's curious. Gonna be one I want to see how people feel. That's gonna be one that's gonna get mad hits, by the way. I think so. All right. So for my ill advised thoughts, uh I want to talk about the evolution of the athlete and just where, you know, people have evolved from at least in the past to now these NFL NBA you know athletes are now becoming so dynamic that we now have gotten to a point where a a a, a all-star not not a not a bench player who you would assume has a whole lot of time on their hands a all-star perennial all-star point guard by the name of Damian Lillard has dropped his third rap album. Three. Not one. Not not a mixtape. Not 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 a not a not an EP, you know, uh one year ago or five years ago. No, 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 no. Three albums. His newest album called Big Dollar has features by the names of Lil Wayne. You know, he has a couple of other names. He, You know, he seems to have this good relationship with Lil Wayne. I don't know why, but anyway, they keep rapping back and forth together on all his albums. Side note, but, but I digress. The point that I'm trying to make to you is two things. Number one is how the evolution of the professional athlete has changed over time where the perception of someone who is trying to do something other than their job, which is to play sports, is now being accepted. I'm not saying Damian Lillard musically is a big star at all. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm simply trying to say I think we've gotten to a point where society has now moved past the notion that an an athlete can only just simply play sports. And can only do what they ha- are getting paid millions of dollars to do on a on a professional level. And not to mention, Damian Lillard is really good rapping. He's a really good rapper. I think that that that's that should be noted here, because he's not the only he's not the only NBA artist. I'm sorry, NBA uh, sort of player who also raps. There's a bunch. Mostly they're young, but it's again this is a this is a new and fresh. I think trade slash skill that is now being accepted like legitimately being accepted and there's no backlash it's not like oh uh, such and such raps and oh he's whack it's like dude like yeah he raps like and like that's the conversation now i think that's so dope man because while you know you can you can hear his album and not think it's good that's fine hey listen you're entitled to not think any, not think what he's putting out is great. I didn't, I didn't even hear this new album. I heard the first album, which I thought was really good. He had a couple songs uh, featuring Nick Grant, BJ Chicago Kid, which I thought was really dope. He always features with Lil Wayne, like I said before. He's connected somehow in the musical industry, which is interesting. But 
the point that I'm making is I think that it doesn't matter if you don't like his music or you do. I think just the simple fact that he's even putting out music and it's such it's so widely accepted in the culture and people are not dismissing it is remarkable. I think we need to pay a no, pay a little bit more attention to, you know, professional athletes that have multiple skills. You know, they're displaying their skills. It's on display. You just kind of just have to pay attention to it. You know, I get it. You turn the ESPN off and, they, and you, you, you go to bed, you go go in a go about your way and you figure out the, the stuff that you're doing in your life. But, yo, these guys is who's getting paid millions of dollars actually out here with hobbies that they're turning into legitimate uh franchises legitimate streams of income legitimate passions it's it's interesting to watch it really is um so i just wanted to shout out damian lillard man because i think i think what he's doing is so cool man i don't think i'm gonna listen to his new album i'm gonna be honest with you <laughs> i have zero intentions to listen to the album if it comes on i might check it out if it dump is if it doesn't come on i don't think i'm gonna lose any sleep i am saluting the man from afar like I see you. It's really that simple. I see. I see what he's doing. It's it's tight. You guys should go check it out. I think that um you'll be pleasantly surprised at the fact that he's able to rap like very well. I I think at the very least you will agree on that. Whether or not you think his music is dope, that's a different story. Check him out though, and others like him because the professional athlete ha- is now under a different light is now has now been giving a has now been given a different set of tools to work with in society that I think a lot of people are not really paying attention to but hey open your eyes and you might notice these guys are talented man beyond the actual court that's all i have to say that's a that's a very interesting take you know it's big dollar it's funny it's funny um it's funny you say that because I feel like when athletes in particular do something outside of their career, it's like you're not dedicated to your craft. Isn't that crazy? But it's an insult to that's a that's an insult to us because we have our own job. We do whatever we got to do. This is something outside of it. You know what I mean? No, that's an insult to to us, to everybody, to that, everyone, to everybody who even that has multiple to, talents. That, that, that everybody is. You should never. Don't let anybody tell you that you should be subjected to just one thing, and that's all you should be thinking about. Because even it brings up even um, Patrick Mahomes. Chiefs stopped this guy from playing basketball. He was playing basketball, and they were like, "No, only thing we need to focus on is Kansas City Chiefs. Like, we don't want you getting hurt. We don't want you getting injured. We don't even want you doing anything." I don't think that's fair. Happiness matters. Happiness matters how somebody plays. Being able to fulfill their life goals or things that they want to do in their downtime, that matters to the happiness of them coming to your job. And so Dame Dalla, a.k.a. Damian Lillard, it's a beautiful thing to see. And I can guarantee you next year he's going to still be uh, either – First, second, or third team NBA player. This has no bearing on how he plays, exactly. how successful the team the, is. And that's why I started out. They cannot. 
that's why I started out by saying perennial all-star. Perennial all-star. Like, this is not a and dude who's a basic player. No, yeah, no, no, no. He's an he's a, all-star. He's a perennial all-star. I think it's a great example. Regarded as he's a top setting. five. It's a great example. Regarded as a top five point guard, maybe even top three. So, like, you know, let this man live. Let him do what he's doing, and I can guarantee you he's dedicated to his craft at the same time. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, You know, tell us if you guys like our ill-advised thoughts, you know, and if you don't like it, let us know too. Uh, Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Dream Vision Network, ratingsgamemusic.mothereffingcom. We want to hear from you. You know, if you like the show, let us know why. If you don't like the show, let us know why as well. Like, I'm cool with that. Are you cool with that? Oh, absolutely. I love when people tell me I'm some shit. Come from my life. Hey, listen. Well, life. I don't know about that. Relax. No, come from my life. That's what nah, they say. Nah, come nah, from my life. Say whatever <laughs> you got to say about me. <laughs> Is that what they say? Say I'm say I'm stupid. Say I'm oh, ugly. There you go. That's what. That's exactly yeah, what I'm say, saying. Say whatever. Do that. I got thick skin. Uh, On that note. Oh, I got one thing to say before we close the show out. What's up? Get your man Carmelo Anthony a damn job. This is getting embarrassing. It's embarrassing me. Carmelo Anthony should get a job. What are we doing, folks? Carmelo Anthony deserves a job. Maybe Carmelo Anthony will come on the next show and explain and some more stuff. Please, please, plead his case. I thought first take was enough. <laughs> you think he needs the ill-advised wise guys? Yes. Give All him right. a segment. Yo, hey, we. I would be more than happy. Get this man a to job. Get that man a job. It's it's it's, it's bothering it's me. It's sad. It's bothering me. It's it's sad. What get doing Carmelo that, Anthony free Carmelo. You know what? I'm gonna say this every episode until Carmelo Anthony gets a job. <laughs> Come on, free Melo. <laughs> Hash, hashtag free Melo. That's funny. Uh, yeah, don't do that. He's not. He's not in jail. Uh, he has millions of dollars. Okay. Let's, Hash, not, let's not mis misuse the word free. Hashtag feel sorry for Carmelo. That's too many words. But but I think we got I think we got the point. We got the picture, man. We got the picture. Uh yeah. <laughs> I think we should close the show out, man. Let's do that. So, as always, if you're giving advice, make show it's mother effing real. Slash ill. Free Carmelo. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.